What's up, Stats Pack? Welcome back to the podcast. I know it's been a while. I was on vacation. Had a little bit of a head cold. Finally can talk again. I got Stefan on the line. We're going to talk some 49ers and whatever else comes up. How you doing, buddy? Doing good. Yeah, the Niners have gotten a lot better. Well, I, <laughs> have they gotten better or they just figured out how to, how to utilize their team much better, you know? Well, yeah. I mean, I don't know. That, yeah, I mean, I think that's it. I think they got away. We talked about earlier in the year. They got away from their identity and, and kind of didn't seem to have any kind of idea of what they were doing. And now they've gotten back to what got them there. I mean, as much as Jimmy G got crapped on for handing the ball off 30 times in the playoffs and against the Packers and going to the Super Bowl while not throwing, that's what the team's built to do. That's yeah. what Shanahan's offense is built to do. It's run the ball. All that the play action, the passes are predicated off of those those run plays that have to work. And suddenly, lately, we've been getting some run plays that work. And heck, what do we have? Like three twenty or like a twenty play drive, an eighteen play drive. Some of the longest drives that have been in the last few years. So I think I think that's the identity of the team is middling defense, but a ball control offense. And I think with that, they can get it done. So by the way, all the all the teams that are having success right now in the middle mid of the season, they're all run heavy. They're all being very run heavy. Think about the Pats, the Niners, um, the Titans. They're all very run heavy teams, which is a, a, a turnaround. It's like a pendulum. You know what I mean? Everybody goes run, pass, pass, pass heavy, and they build well, their defenses I think the around Chiefs a pass. This year too, we're passing all the time. I mean, if you always know you're going to pass, it becomes pretty difficult to win. Well, and I think like the backers that have been drafted, they've they've gotten smaller and lighter. To be able to cover, and now it's yeah. like now I'm just going to ram it down your throat to look, these little guys. Look see at Darius Leonard; he's barely two twenty. Yeah, and now it's like and I'm just going, and he's one of the best middle linebackers in the game. So yeah, yeah I, th- I think that just speaks to how the game's changed. I mean, you look back at guys like LeBron Kirkland, who was goddamn what was he like two eighty playing yeah. middle linebacker? Yeah. But now here's the flip side. It's like, now I'm going to run it down your throat because let's see this little guy try to stop this guard coming at you. And you see that happening. And, and, and I think that's part of it is you can skew. You have to be a balanced team. And I think that's one thing the Niners bring is they're pretty balanced. I mean, they can still – they've been knocking off some big chunk plays in the passing game and the running game. And, and I don't know. I think, I think they've kind of gotten back to what works. I think them losing Raheem Mostert lost a lot of their identity and i know i put it in our little notes here to talk about it but i think debo taking over the reins as the speed back has and i know he's hurt this week right yeah he's I, out this week i think that's brought like their brought a lot of dynamic you know more dyn well how can i say it made their offense more dynamic and back to well, the way I- it's supposed to be having debo run the ball well yeah and part of it too is as much as everyone acts like with Shanahan's system, you can plug any running back in there. It does matter who's in there. And he gave an interview, I think, last week or the week, sometime in the last few weeks since we haven't been on. Uh, he was talking about uh, how Debo is the only other football player he's seen besides Raheem Mostert that can hit that seam and squeeze through at the last second and be gone. And have that extra little bit of acceleration and the vision to make that one cut in that offense and go. And you see it. I mean, it's the same way that offense works better when Mostert's in there because he has that intangible of somehow being able to squeeze through nothing and accelerate faster than anybody. And you see kind of the same stuff with Debo, that vision, 
the decisiveness, taking the cut and go, going. Yeah, you know? where, where Mitchell and Sermon, they're more traditional backs. Well, I, I, th- I, I think the problem is Mostert is, I mean, <laughs> as much as he's not very heralded, the guy is athletically about as fast as I've ever seen as a running back. Yeah. You, you know, yeah. and, and there's something to be said for that. And Debo's fast as hell, too. I think that, that guys like that are where the 40 times, if they ran the 40s in pads, I think we'd see a lot different numbers. And I think the guys like Jerry Rice, like Debo Samuel, might not have been the fastest track star, but you put them in pads and they're running really fast. Yeah, they're flying. So after this Minnesota win, the Niner odds to make the playoffs jumped up from 55% to 78.5. That's huge. Well, yeah, because, I mean, you look at the NFC and uh, the teams that are still kind of hanging out there and then the wild card race, and the Niners were in the thick of it with the Vikings being the, you know, the top wild card seed. So it was nice to kind of get that one game up on them because it's probably going to come down to a tiebreaker down the road. The Rams have faltered. Now they're only one game ahead of the Niners, at least a win-loss percentage. I think it might go down to their I think the second to last game of the uh season or the last game see I don't know what it is where they play but it's it's going to be a serious game if they keep winning it's going to be a very important game Yeah and and since we're talking about the Rams I don't think we talked about them in the notes but we shouldn't touch on I mean are the Rams now what was it the early 2000 Redskins that tried to buy a championship <laughs> and it just imploded the team that's exactly that's exactly what a lot of people are saying actually about the Rams, where they gave up everything to try to win a championship right now. Uh, yeah, I, yeah, I mean, so far it's not looking great, but there's time to turn it around. I mean, they've got so much talent that it, it would. But then again, the NFL is just not built that way. It's not a baseball team. Yeah, you, you have know, to or, mash or as even a, a team. basketball team. You definitely have to mash as a team. Like you have to have time to grow as a team. Uh, and, and you, and and you can even have, like, the greatest, like, left guard in the game, but he doesn't fit your run scheme and he just isn't playing as well, you know? Yeah. It's it's all about fit and putting everyone in the right position to succeed. Yeah. So they have a good chance to make the playoffs. Will they make it? Well, they got to keep winning. Uh, this is going to be a big challenge. They said a lot of people are saying that the Seahawks game is going to be one of their hardest games of the year. And with well, it, with Debo out, I think it's not going to be easy because it is always a it's a rivalry game, and I don't care what the records are; they're going to go after each other's throat. And the Niners historically don't play well in Seattle, so yeah, um, yeah. Uh, but they're, the Niners' schedule is very weak. Yep. Uh, moving forward, so if they can win this game, there's some other winnable games coming up. It really looks like they've got a pretty good path if they can continue to play the way they've been playing. If they continue to wait, play the way they're playing, who knows? They could even hit a hot streak and, and go into the playoffs, you know, more than just a wild card round. After the Seahawks, I think they're A, tough games, rating for ranking for me. I think the Rams and the Titans yep. and I think B and the Bengals are like in the B rating and the, and the rest of them are, they should steamroll them. Yeah. And, and the thing with both the Titans and the Bengals is who are you going to get? If they come out being those teams that score 40 points, yeah, that's a problem. But then it, it's like every other week, uh, the Bengals just completely crap themselves. I think and, if you could shut down like the Bengals, uh, Jamar Chase, they're, they're pretty much skunked. Yeah, and you've started to see as the season's gone on, and that happens with rookie receivers, 
people are starting to jam him harder. He's starting to get more contested catches and not making them. It, it's part of being a rookie receiver. Receiver is probably one of the toughest positions to come in and make a big impact. And uh, I mean, he's already done that. So there's no knock on him. It's just, you know, the attrition of your first season in the NFL and it's 17 weeks. I think uh, talking about receivers is uh, Brandon Ayuk actually starting to produce. Yeah, no, I, I think since we've talked, he's finally stepped up. And, and the narrative I never liked was that he just wasn't getting enough playing time or enough snaps. And, and even when he was getting snaps early on, he was still not getting in there. And then suddenly, lately, he's just, I don't know if it's he's running his routes harder and running them. You know, I think, I think part of it's just learning as a receiver that just because you're the decoy doesn't mean you don't run hard. And I think he started to block harder and run harder. And, and, I mean, we've seen it. The last few games he's produced, and that's what they need. Yeah. I like, I like seeing him. Um, I think he's a, he's, a very, he's a very talented receiver. Oh, yeah. He's one of my favorite. I mean, McQueen High School went to Sierra College, Arizona State. I mean, you, can't, you don't get much more West Coast than that. So, I mean, Man, I McQueen, a like, place in my heart for him. McQueen freaking produces some freaking talent. That place is crazy. That, that's that's pretty impressive, honestly. I mean, Nevada is a small state, and uh, to to bring anyone out of the north end of that state, especially, oh, yeah. it's pretty much Vegas, and then uh, not you know Reno and Carson aren't nearly uh, as big. I think there's two linemen from I can't from uh, shoot uh, Joel Batino. I think he's the highest paid guard in the league. He yeah, played from for, Nevada. I think he played for Reed. Or, I think, and I think there's another lineman. And then, of course, there is Carr, who played for McQueen. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of talent. Yeah, no, it's it's always interesting how that goes. And then, uh, let's see here. What else we got? Oh, Antonio Brown suspension. What an idiot. Well, okay. Now, and I read his thing, but I, this is where I'm lost. So, Antonio Brown is suspended for misrepresenting his vaccination status. Yep. For three games. Yeah. So what did Aaron Rodgers do? <laughs> the like, same, yeah. How is that different? Like, I, I, I just don't understand. Okay, okay, okay. Now, or... I'm going to argue, <laughs> and I'm going to argue for what the, how the NFL sees it, and it's all semantics. Yeah, no, because that was where I got confused. I mean, I'm okay. not trying to advocate one way or the other. Okay, I just don't so understand the discrepancy. He, Aaron Rodgers never said he was vaccinated. He said... He was what is that? Um, what? Uh, immunized, he, but 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 immunized. But so then does that mean that the 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 league knew behind the scenes that he was breaking all those protocols? But they were like, well, he didn't tell us he was vaccinated, so it's okay. And the team. Was I don't think the league knew. I think the Packers knew. I think that's why they nailed the Packers. Yeah, there's something weird about that, though. You know what I mean? Then why? Then why is it different? Now, like Antonio Brown. Okay, Antonio Brown it. said he was that. vaccinated. He said, "I'm vaccinated." Yeah, Aaron Rodgers never said that. So if you're, I'm just playing the semantics. No, here. no, I did with the media, but I'd imagine for the NFL, it's not like what they say. It's either they're vaccinated or they're, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, 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 and so then in that case, then the league knew the whole time Aaron Rodgers wasn't vaccinated, and they were letting him not wear a mask with reporters. Yeah, I think like, you know what I mean. Yeah. Like, like, I'm not saying it was right. I'm not saying either way it was right. It's just no, also no, I'm not either. I'm just questioning like 
the continuity of the league's enforcement. It's like, is it because he's Aaron Rodgers? He gets special treatment? Probably, yes. Probably, yes. And also, Antonio Brown, like, forged his, like, vaccine. Oh, I know. Well, Antonio Brown's is way worse because it, like, all came out when they investigated that he, yeah. But that being said, the core crime is that he lied about it. And so I don't see how it's that much different. Yeah, I, I'm just playing the the NFL yeah, lawyer no, here. I'm no, just I get it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just playing the NFL's lawyer here. God, God knows nobody wants to have this discussion. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, so uh, what, uh, you also actually touched on the Niners again. Um, J, uh, uh, is it a J. Juan Jennings or Juan Jennings? Uh, yeah. Stepping up, like I, I was like, what the heck? I saw him make some plays. I was like, dude, where's this dude been? Well, you know, I, I'd read, you know, his seventh round pick, a uh, big guy uh, out of Tennessee, I think it was, and uh, led the league, or was it Tennessee? I don't know. I could be wrong on that part. But I know that he led college football in, like, basically broken tackles and, and uh, jukes or whatever, because he's got a mean stiff arm and he's physical. Yeah. And you see him playing the last few weeks at slot. He is blocking out of his mind. Like, he is so – he got on that safety a few weeks ago so bad the guy ripped his helmet off and punched him. That yeah. was perfect. Yeah. I mean, you can't ask for something more from your receiver. The guy blocked so much, the guy got pissed off and got a 15-yard penalty on him. And he, then he held his cool and didn't retaliate. That was perfect. He like, is a 6'3", 212-linebacker at the receiver position. Yeah. No, and he's physical. And you saw this week he should have had two touchdowns. I mean, God, his knee was just, just barely hit the line on that one. But I, I like, I, I like where he's headed and him in the, in the slot. I mean, it's kind of like use check and Kittle having guys that can catch the ball and throw guys on their ass. I mean, that's exactly what the Niners need in that offense. So he, the reason why he dropped is he, he, his 40 time was not great. It was 4.72, but he's a big dude. Um, when he was in the in the combine, so it wasn't very fast at all. I think that's why it's, it's it dropped. But you could see the difference between combine speed and on the field speed. You know what I mean? Uh, well, that's, yeah, that's what we talked about yeah. earlier. I, 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 and that's where you see. And I, I think four or five is kind of the line where you see guys that run four or fives in the combine running down guys that ran four twos in the combine. Yeah, You know, because those tenths of a second are literally, if we, you and I are sprinting, I mean, I remember in high school, you know, we were too cheap. We ran 40s at the same time. Our star running back, I mean, the difference between like a 4.4 and a 4.9 is about an arm length, yep. if that. You know, I mean, you're right there. So I think once you put pads on, it's a different game. Yeah, then that, I think your, your power you know, plays into it, too. Or your actual strength to like carry that shit on you and like accelerate, and and just some guys have it and some don't. As, I mean, as as we've seen, you'll you'll play with a guy that's an amazing athlete and they can't do anything. <laughs> you know, I mean, no, I do know just because you're really fast and strong doesn't suddenly make you a wide receiver. No. That's why Usain Bolt isn't Jerry Rice. You know, yeah, I've seen dudes that can run and jump through the roof, but they can't catch a ball or run a route. Well, yeah, I went to a Division two college and lived with a bunch of football players. We had a lot of guys that, as we used to say, looked like Tarzan and played like Jane. <laughs> yeah, 
Uh, you got anything else at Athlon you want to talk about? Uh, no, I think we're good on sports. I will give a quick shout out. Uh, anybody that hasn't watched it, it's always sunny in Philadelphia. It just started its 15th season, which is the longest live action comedy running. Damn. And, uh, if you've never watched it, I, I'd go ahead and give it a try. Starting the early seasons though, because after 15 <laughs> years, they've kind of evolved into psychopaths. So I don't know if you jump in now, it, it might be a little much. All right. Thanks, man. Hey, you want to talk about um, Golden State at all? You've been watching the NBA? Uh, a little gosh, bit. I, I haven't even barely watched any of the NBA, to be honest with you. No worries. I'll, I'll pick I it up. My, I can give you my knee-jerk reaction on uh, Luke Walton got fired. So, Oh, that's a bummer. Uh, like, who would have saw that? Well, it's par for the course for being a Kings fan. Every year you get a new coach. Every few years you get a new GM. Why hire Luke Walton in the first place? Well, but that is one thing um, – and, and, you know, after we talked about it, I was thinking about it. The new GM, and, and of course, we didn't do him the service of remembering his name, and I'm not doing it now, of course. Uh, he actually has made some good picks the last two years. He's picked both time, both his first-round picks have been good, solid players. Okay, He's yes. picked the best player available. Okay. So we're, we're going to go with that and hope that things are turning around, but they do have three point guards, so I don't know what they're doing. It's uh, Monty McNair. Yeah, so go. far so good with him, yeah. but I mean it's 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 a dysfunctional organization. So we'll see what happens. It's always man, it's been like that for a while. Oh God, the longest playoff drought in the NBA, and it, it honestly, I have like what eight or ten Kings jerseys, and I don't even know where they are anymore. It's been so long <laughs> that I cared. <laughs> One of my friends uh, that I used to work with, he was an old school Kings fan. He sent me his uh, old school starter. I think it's from like nineteen freaking seventies uh, or eighties, but I just want to rock it once. I don't, I don't even know if starter was because I don't remember. No, it's like the, 90s, the it's so like it the old been around seventies. It looks like a starter style, but it's older. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's like that shiny like. It's like pre-starter. I'll I'll, I'll send you a pic. Pre-starter. <laughs> Do you know what I'm talking about? I'll show you it. You're like, damn, you'll see it and you'll be like, god dang. Yeah, before you could wear British knights with it. <laughs> <laughs> I think it looks dope, but I can't rock it when they're 7 and 11 every year right now. You know what I mean? It just, I don't know. I just, after 15 years, you just, it's, it's a long time. <laughs> uh, and Marvin Bagley's an idiot, so there you go. Uh, yeah. Well, I don't know. I mean, I, you know, as much as I love Wade, uh, he really he really screwed the pooch. Yeah, and, he did. And, and my middle name is Vladimir. My grandpa's named Wade, and he hated Divac, but <laughs> that's more because uh, <laughs> he was Yugoslavian, which would have been Croatian once the Civil War hit. And, and Divac's a Serb, so, you know. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. I guess my great grandma used to spit on her own floor if someone said "serve." So that's you know, uh, that's some deep rooted. That's some deep rooted. Uh, deep rooted. Right yeah, you gotta love parts of the parts of the world where they hate each other that much. <laughs> All right, dude. Well, thanks, man. I appreciate it. Yep. See you later.